We will dance across the land. Dipsy doodle mama dan. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Here's a, this is a, Wait, are we going to try and put this out uh, tomorrow? Uh, we totally can. We, I guess we didn't really talk about that. <laughs> we, I think we should because we, we owe them. Well, I, I agree. Uh, Guys? Uh, but let, let me pull up this been two special weeks, song. And you get to hear this amazing tune. <laughs> this is one Bridget Everett. Bridget Everett? The greatest we song. Love you. <laughs> this is the best song for Jenna. This is. Song of the Summer 2019. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> yep. the so best lyric. Perfect. Somehow Clitter Clam isn't even the best lyric. No. Dipsy it's Doodle Dipsy Doodle Mama, Mama Dam. It's the funniest like <laughs> it is. amalgamation of words I've ever heard. I love it so much. God I love her. It's like oh, a, a dream. It's like Daisy Daisy give me your answer do. I think that's for the modern time. what it's basically modeled after. Gotta be. Woo. Welcome all. Welcome. It's, it's nice to see you again. Well it's good to have a friend. It's good to have a friend. It's been Welcome. a it's been two weeks, everyone, and um, that's on me. No, Steph got gravely ill. Double double sicknesses double at once. Ill. Mm-hmm. I had a a horrible coldish like sinus infection that I was on antibiotics for, and then on top of that, I got the flu. She, for context, drove all the way up yeah. to Vermont. Got there. Got the flu and then turned around and just drove home. I went to Vermont just to barf. Just to throw up. Yeah. It was very devastating. This is my spring break week and um, I had a great Vermonter week planned and I just got there, barfed and left. It's kind of a power move. Big shout out to my mom for driving like nine hours in one day. Uh, We did spend like two and a half hours being like, can we stay? Like, do you think you're going to be okay? But the worst part about it, and I was, of course, texting Robin and our friends about Just this like throughout. Just, blasting chunks at uh, your face. Well, the worst part was that we stay in this house that is shared by other people. Mm-mm. And it's got, like, 40 beds. It's a big ski lodge. And it's a ski club throughout, through, like, Norwalk, uh, where we, near where we live. And they're just strangers. They're that also there. Hellscape for if you're sick. And there's a women's restroom and there's a men's restroom. So bad. And you can go in and then the toilet is its own stall Mm-mm. and the shower is its own stall. So anybody can come in and out of the vicinity of, uh-uh. of the barf vicinity. No. At any time. That's too much of a I also had to though. wait an hour for a lady to get out <gasps> of there to Dude. go in and barf. I know. You should have just, just there like crying gotten being, like a room at like a Holiday Inn and been like, okay. I, then it was too late. Sure. I was just yelling, I hate this place. 
Um, you gonna go back or? I do really hate that house. For some reason, my mom likes it. Uh, maybe because it's only twenty dollars. Well, yeah, that's yeah, it's a good draw. But I, I, you know, I I think that there's not a worse place to be when you're violently ill than not in, at on, home. in like a commune setting. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, around home. a bunch yeah. of people, strangers. My mom had to make up a lie that she had like a night shift at the hospital that she. Why wouldn't she just say like my daughter is? fucking barfing because like the stigma of being like sick around people that need to use the bathrooms i just we didn't want to freak anybody out and um patient zero i had to like act really normal as we were leaving they were like so sucky that you have to like leave because your mom works and i was like just like sweating yeah it's just like like so sweating from like your eyelids i was like i turned on the faucet and the shower to barf so nobody could hear it yeah, it was horrible, but I'm fine Listener, now. she made it. I made it through the winter. Honestly, I do feel stronger. And um, I did get to eat my favorite thing once I could eat again. Barf. My mom, don't you even, dude. Your own vomit? No. Also, and I think you may know this about me. What? I don't throw up usually. Like, yeah, ever. I like don't, I've never seen you throw up. I can count on one hand the number of times in my adult life that I have thrown up. It's crazy to me. Yeah. I threw up, like, every weekend in college. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about it. No, yeah. I don't... I don't do it. Mm. Well... So it was a real... It was a real you, shock to the cyst. You had, like, a Dumb. strong run this week. Yeah. <laughs> shock to the cyst is a truly... <laughs> disgusting, disgusting thing. Disgusting thing to say. <laughs> you know I like to shorten stuff, but that one didn't work out. Ooh. Baby. Uh, um, so my favorite food, my favorite food ever that I got to rediscover, I sent my mom out for like a, a roll because mm-hmm. I thought I could handle it. She came back. She was like, I couldn't find any rolls, but I found a Portuguese muffin. Oh, wait. What? Remind me mm-hmm. what that is? It's like an English muffin and a pancake. Got together and fucked. Ooh. God, it's good. Love it's that. like this big, first of all, like the size of a small plate. And it's like... This this wide mm-hmm. and it's wide throughout. <laughs> Word, <laughs> same same. Oh, I yeah, love and it's that. like a, like sweet. Do you put, like, anything on it? Yeah, you know, I just put cold butter on it. Oh yeah, you do not like butter. not when I was sick because like I didn't know if dairies or fast was a good idea, but just put a slab of cold butter on there. Uh-huh. Um, some jam sure. would be delightful. Yeah. But just eating it plain is fine as well. A Portuguese yeah. muffin is truly yeah. Oh, I had a pancake this week, so kind of we both had nice flatties. You had a couple pancakes, couple I, plans. I, I think I saw Planks. that. Yeah, they were good. We Delicious. also have to say goodbye to one of our favorite places of all we time. We do this have week. to say farewell to oh, R.I.P. Old Carriage Inn, and rest peacefully in eternity carnitas carnitas our favorite bartender i loved her she's still alive but she's gonna just work somewhere else and that makes us sad yeah um, we're gonna miss you oci uh, what we a gave it a great send-off um steph took a dry erase marker and was writing conspiracy theories on the walls yeah which yep. i really liked um, we both put on gigantic football helmets and headbutted each mm-hmm. other. We had a feat of strengths. <clears throat> we had, um, I dressed up a lot for you it. did dress up. Um, we both got to sing a song. We, it was a, it was wonderful. It was a terrific night. A great send-off. Good, a great send-off. strong send-off. Befitting a king. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so that's that's a little a, a, a little sad, but um, and at some point in the next like week, probably we're gonna go see us the Jordan Peele movie. Oh yeah, and that's gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. I got to check out the new Nighthawk last night. It's it good. It is incredibly like. It's it's very well done, but it's huge. Wow! It like dwarfs the other one. Well, the Paramount um, was always very big. Yeah, the and the theater were that was enormous. there before. Wow! I mean, it was bad. It not only had bed bugs, Oof. but it was like you could tell that no one was cleaning it. Sure, like day to day, just like week after week, soda floor. Yeah, it was it was tr- it was a slow death. Would um, you rather fall and have your face touch? I'm going to give you a couple options. Okay. The floor of a movie theater, like a Times Square movie theater. Okay. The floor in an airport. Okay. Or the tracks on the subway. Airport. <laughs> I guess in that, Hands down. you got to go airport. Airport, too, because I'm pretty sure my face has touched an airport floor before I... Definitely slept on an airport floor. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I was in Europe, Oof. just with, like, no money. Well, yeah. All right. Well, my uh, gross surface bracket is really coming uh, coming mm. up nicely. Yeah. Whittling it down. Anyway, um, yeah. I'm trying to think of other spooky stuff we might have to talk about. The subway know. tracks is the worst one. Yeah, as soon as I said it, I was like, well, that's the worst one. Yeah, like, it's covered in, like, stuff that they don't even make vaccines I for could anymore. Be, I, could, I could ask you a grosser one, but I'm not going to. I mean, sure, we all could. We all could. We all could, but we're civilized. <laughs> all they need to do is take, like, a swab to the subway tracks. Didn't they do that's that? That's a biological on, like, weapon. They did that on, like, a, a pole in one of the train cars, like, a few years ago, and they were like, there are germs on here that shouldn't exist on this planet like wow fuck <laughs> so you know wow. dipsy doodle mama damn dipsy doodle mama damn um i just put my hands all over those i do as well and then i fully touch my face and my eyes i will eat a bagel with my hands and put my hand in my mouth yeah you would think like, and and yet I'm like, why do I keep on getting sick? Strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. But then when you get when it gets suppressed, yeah. Ooh, girl. That's when your defenses you are down, don't need to tell and all the germs me. come in like a like the pinata horse that they are. Sure. <laughs> and they just come and get sure. you. Sure. Sure. I'm trying to think too if we missed any spooky stuff. Not really. I mean, the Momo backlash has kind of settled down. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, I had a clean scan this week. That was exciting. yeah. Not ghost-related. Not ghost-related. related related to to everything. In a way, very ghost-related. In a way. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything else uh, off the top of my my old noggin. (laughs) I will say... um, I feel a little rusty since we haven't recorded it. Do you know what felt like there were ghosts all around us? The steam room at Brooklyn Banya. Ooh, we did go to the Banya, and we got to go into the steamiest. Yeah. Listeners, there was like a, like a tight 48 hours that I wasn't sick for before the flu came in. And wow, did I live it up in those 48 hours. <laughs> you really wow. pulled out all the stops. I truly did. Um, yeah, I, I actually, thinking about it, it's kind of shocking to me that none of us got sick from you considering. I think I picked it up in Connecticut. You think so? Yeah. Mm, probably 
based on the the incubation period. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't want to get too into the details of germs. Sure. <laughs> we know. should just do germs as an episode. One germs. time. This will become the germs podcast. Ladies and germs. Don't even, don't. <laughs> That's one of the ones that really gets me mad. You don't like that one? Nah. All right. Almost um, as much as I don't like when you tell people I like steampunk. You did get really mad about the steampunk thing. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to stop. It's part just, of who you are I now. just don't think it's funny, and I hate it. I know That's that you how feel, I feel both of those things, but those those two things make it make the joke fun, you know? To no one. To no one. But I me. think you. Just yeah, me. I think just you just now. Me. You know what? I'll let you have it. Thank you. I'll let you have that. I'll let you have it. You can that. think of something to tell people that I like. I yeah, I was telling people you like magic, but now you do like now magic. I do like magic. <laughs> yeah. So, so <laughs> I wrote, I'm glad that I brought that up. I wrote I love magic on the wall at Old Garage Inn. I also wrote I love magic, and Chris Angel is Jean Benet Ramsey. Which is a twist. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it coming. Yeah. Um, did you watch the Madeline McCann documentary? No, I did not. <gasps> Ooh, it's I know. Sad. I know. It's, it's too sad. sad. It's really, really, really very oh, sad. Um, My mom did make me watch Christopher Robin with her, and that was also that's sad. devastating. Yeah. Um, we watched a movie called Cold Skin. Oh! Which can only be described as Guys, two sailors fuck a frog. That's, I think, how Zoe, that was the log line that yep. Zoe pitched uh, to Seisha after we saw it. Yes. Uh, Which technically is more like the book than the film. I think that they're the called film. toads in the book, right? Uh, maybe? I think, th- I don't remember what the name of the species Listener, is, but they're described as like This is like a, a sexual lighthouse thriller. You're not going to like it. Unlike anything you've seen before. I think and I, I paid for it losing <laughs> money. I'm sad to know that uh, the one... Okay, let's... couple good things about mm-hmm. it. The main actor, super, super hot. Super hot. The setting, idyllic. Love to be by the sea. Um, ooh, that might be the only two things. Um, There's a shipwreck. That's fun. Yeah, I mean, I know you... You did a thing that you yeah. like to do, which yeah. is leave like about a half an hour before I the bailed. movie ends. Yeah, I bailed. Um, and I guess it kind of ends in a satisfying way. I can't even say that. I don't. I mm. barely remember how it ends. I just the remember bad guy being like, does what? die. I'm pretty sure he dies. But the bad like, guy dies. A baby frog gets like a flare to like the chest. Oh. Spoiler alert. Oh. I mean, don't, don't watch, watch it. it. Don't. You're not gonna like it. I don't think you should ever see it. Cold, Cold skin. Skin. I think I paid four ninety nine. Oh, hate to hear it. It's That's a bummer. Not good. Um. Anyway. Yeah, I don't remember. You know, it's been so long. I know, I know, I don't I know. remember who went first, but I'm down to go first. Yeah, do it up. You're ready? Yeah. You're ready for real? Sock it to me. Okay. You know, I'm going to tell you not about a ghost or a ghoul today, but about a woman. Oh. A real-life womb. 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 A madame, would you say? A dipsy doodle. Oh. <laughs> this is my madame. Wow. And her name is Sarah Estep. Hmm. Do you know about her? I've never heard of her. Well, well, here we go. Okay. I'm going to tell you. And Steph, I think this is going to, like, what I'm about to say next is going to blow your mind, not the story. I think that this info is all from the book that you have, your tone. Really? Yeah. That doesn't surprise me to hear because if I usually skip the parts that are about living people. 
Yeah. Um, which is, I would do the very same. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested in Sarah. Okay. Yeah. So, Sarah Estep was the leading expert on electronic voice phenomena and the founder of the American Association of Electronic Voice Phenomena, also known as AAEVP. Wow. Double mm-hmm. AVP. She's collected thousands of EVP recordings and established the classification system for grading the quality of voices. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, All voices are yeah. just spectral voices. No, just spectral voices. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it would be cool. I don't think she's a linguist. Mm. Um, maybe just a, a ghost linguist. Sure. Anyway, a little bit about Sarah. She was raised in Altoona, Pennsylvania. She was five years old when she saw her first dead person. Wow. An event that would influence her decision to research EVP many years later. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Of course. Mm. Uh, Once a year, her family visited her father's parents in Westfield, New York, where they owned a funeral home. The family lived upstairs on the second floor where Estef and her parents stayed. Five-year-old Sarah was taken into a room where bodies were prepared for burial. Shout out to my girl. Mm. Mm, this mm. is like the really sad version of it. Yeah. I guess it's sad enough. It is. Oh, he needs his glasses. He needs okay. his glasses. Uh, there she saw a man laid out in a casket. Fascinated, Estep would sneak into the room to peek into other caskets. Wow. So she right away was like, I like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is like, you shouldn't have done showed her body. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't expose your kid to a thing and be like, do you love it? And then yeah. just be like, oh, no, she does. I guess, like, honestly, though, if someone was like, I not only feel comfortable, but I'd like to see more dead bodies, part of me as a parent might be like, okay, yeah, I didn't see this coming, but I guess I just have to acquiesce to that request. I and, mean, like, because um, I can't now be like, no, yeah, that's no, it's bad. bad and wrong. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, you you make your own bed. You gotta lie. Yeah, you really do. Yeah, they just had to <laughs> lean into the depravity. They were yeah. like, yep, we all like it. <laughs> um, the sight of corpses and caskets conveyed a finality of death to the young Sarah. I do get that. Yeah, it I seems like that's like a the, lot of one people. of the main things about them. Yeah. Um, and she grew up believing that there was no survival after death. So she, like, seeing all these bodies made her be like, that's it. Nothing mm. happens. Blah, blah, blah. Her turnaround came in 1976 when she read The Handbook of Psy Discoveries by Sheila Ostrander and Lynn Schroeder. Mm. There were two chapters on EVP talking about the work of Constantine Raudiv, Friedrich Jurgensen, Harold Sherman, and Walter and Mary Jo Uphoff. Sure, we talked about Friedrich Jurgensen. Did we talk about him on Max Madeline? Yeah. I think we did. Yeah. Um, the evidence uh, for survival challenged and intrigued Estep. She then decided to try and record an EVP herself using a large reel-to-reel tape recorder belonging to her husband, Charlie. She committed herself to a week of trials and said if she got no results during that time, she would abandon the effort. I really love picturing this because it is straight out of a horror movie having a giant reel-to-reel thing and being yeah. like, I'm just going to try it, babe. Like, yes. I'm going to try it for one week. If it doesn't work, I'll yeah. give it up. Oh, and then, I love that. Guess what, Steph? It fucking ah, does work. Yes. Every morning, Estep went down into her basement and tried to capture voices on tape. She returned late at night to check for results. She asked the question over and over again, is anybody here? For five nights, nothing happened, but on the sixth morning, she changed her question 
to please tell me what your world is like. A female voice of the highest quality, Class A, which is like crystal clear, replied, Our world is one of beauty. Oh, thank you. Right? Oh, wow. Like, wow, really, really, really intense. Yes. Thankful and delighted, as she probably made that sound that you just made. Yeah, um, probably. Esther, uh, ooh. <laughs> okay. Well, Step continued her EVP experiments, only to be greeted by silence for nearly a month. Wow. Just as she was ready to quit again, she heard voices say, don't give up and keep it up. Wow. After several months. That's such months, a tease. I know. Just like, we're here. Um, wow, I guess it's she, you just have to ask the right questions. Yeah, I think so. Well, she got really good at it. Um, wow. So after a few more months of experimenting, she recorded voices nearly every time she tried. So she got really good at like figuring wow. out what to do. Uh, many were class A, which is like crystal clear. Do we have any? Oh, I, Ha-ha, I yes. will pull some up. Yes. Um, I've listened to a couple of them, and it's very creepy. Estep taped seven days a week and got three to four messages a day. She kept up her practice until the year 2000 when she cut back to occasional taping. Her vaults now contain 25,000 <gasps> recordings. Wow. About 22,000 of which she says are dead human beings now living in the spirit realm. About 2,000 seem to be extraterrestrial. Um. Yup. And the remaining 1,000 are beings from other worlds or dimensions. What? About 90% of all of the voices sound male, which is very interesting to me. Estep was uncertain why, but suggested that it may be a factor of technology. So maybe because women's voices are higher pitched Maybe maybe it's harder. Also, to there's no up. such thing as a female gender dress. in alternate dimensions. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. Fair. Maybe it's like that's a male. And they're like, what? And they're even like, are, we all just sound like the yeah, same thing. What even is that? We all just have a cool, yeah. gravelly, mm-hmm. whatever. They all sound like Lindsay Lohan. Wow, my version of some nice vocal fry. Just a little vocal fry and some yes. Some weird accent work. Yes. Uh, maybe a slur. Great. Um, anyway, SF graded voices according to three classes. Class A, which is clear, understood, without headphones. Class B, loud and somewhat clear, which may or may not require headphones. And Class C, faint, requiring headphones. About six years after her first EVP results, Estep received a comment from the dead on her long-ago experiences as a child where she concluded that death was a casket and a final end to everything. A clear Class A voice told her, death no more, a casket. (gasps) Scary! Wow! So in 1982, she founded the AAEVP, where she was the director, until 2000. Uh, In 1996, the Dr. A. Hedry Foundation for Exopsychology and Epipsychology, don't know what it is, but we should look into it, awarded her and George Meek the first prize in epipsychology in recognition of their accomplishments. Um, based on her research, Estep believes that all beings go to their own appropriate afterlife. So there's no, like, one set one. Hmm. She also believes in reincarnation and that we do not change form. That is, a human will always reincarnate as a human. I don't know why hmm, she believes okay. that. 
Um, she believes that she personally has had many lives. Her most profound past life EVP experiences occurred during her three trips to Egypt. Wow. Where she feels she had several past lives. Interesting. I would love to just like roll up in Egypt and be like, "Mm, definitely had a couple lives here. Yeah. Yeah, For sure, for sure. Or like accidentally just visit a friend somewhere and be like, okay. (laughs) I feel like I I had at least five lives in Duluth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Weirdly. They just kept coming. Weirdly, Tacoma Mm -hmm. is a big hot spot for my lives. You know? I just feel real connected. I have been in Orlando for thousands of years. I used to call it something else. Mm -hmm. That's how long. That's how long. (laughs) It is terraformed around the millennia. Wow. Okay. Um, So she found a desert cemetery where she believes she was buried more than 2,000 years ago. That's like basically wow. what you're saying. Except like she's like, oh, Egypt is old. Um, she took a recorder into tombs and pyramids and captured voices. In an ancient cemetery, a female voice said, "I buried you." Oh my god! Which you hate to hear from a ghost. Yeah. In a small pyramid, she got a voice of a boy who she estimates to be around twelve, who said, "Mother." No. So oh. sad. In the Great Pyramid in Cairo, she was called by name. Voices asked if she could be trusted, and a different voice answered, yes, she is a good person. Wow. Oh, my God. She's famous with ghosts. Um, During the first year of her EVP work, she received strange messages that did not seem to originate from the realm of the dead, but from extraterrestrial sources because of their content. She had a feeling... Goddamn say, dude. They were just like, <laughs> um, she had the feeling that a transmission could come through her television set. A little, you know, whatever. That's what Friedrich believed. It, well, yeah, and he was right. Yeah, and he was correct. It was right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a voice told her to tune her set to channel 47 at night. Um, yeah, the voice tells channel. me to turn my channel to channel 18 <laughs> every night. That's Bravo. Wow. Um, that voice is Andy Cohen. After several <laughs> tries, letters appeared on her screen. She was unable to interpret the message initially, but three days later, letters appeared that spelled recognizable words. The first word was Venus, which appeared many times. Wow. The word arrived came six days later. Two weeks later, ET, the ETs brought pictures to the television the ETs. <laughs> I don't know why it's Love it. like that. With words underneath. One was a circle with lines in it and the word Venus beneath it. Next to it was a circle resting on a holder with the word war beneath it. Uh, Within 24 hours of getting this transmission, guess what, Stephanie? The U.S. took action to try and free American hostages held in Iran. I don't know, like, why that's... It doesn't really seem... I thought you were going to be, like, someone declared war. Yeah, you'd think. Uh, No, it's a bit bit of a... I mean, fine, yeah, fine, but whatever. Um, also, I feel like, and if you were like, yeah, I saw this thing, then like tomorrow you could, you could find something in the world to correlate it to. Um. I'm going to choose to believe her. Yeah. You could be like, in the very next day, I threw up in the middle of Starbucks. Yeah. Or in a ski lodge. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. other pictures and words came through in the following weeks. The ET voices talked about their own worlds. Wow. Their messages were longer than the short and clipped messages from the dead. Estep asked them about their god. They told her they have different gods. 
our God is with you, they told her. And she replied that she was honored that he came. <laughs> so Wow. Great to have him. Happy, it's a nice happy polite easy. conversation. Yeah, just like, oh, he's here? Wonderful. Wow. Terrific. <laughs> I, I, I would have cleaned up. I know. Oh, my goodness. He's he's rear right now. Oh, my God. Does he look Danish? Wow. I put a pot of coffee on. Is just, my arm uh, around him? The other guy. <laughs> um, once a step... Saw two beings who looked like human men dressed in black uniforms who were oh. working on a small box in front of her television Oh, set. my God. They said their craft was over her home or the river in front of it and that they had brought down boxes to her office. Estep had the impression that the boxes facilitated communication in English and the appearance of images or symbols on her television screen. Wow. Her little French poodle, Misty, seemed to see the ETs and shake all over <gasps> when they appeared. No. Misty. Here's the thing, like, it is very hard to tell, and I guess you could say this about a lot of people that we talk about, but, like, at what point is it, like, a, a like, troubling mental illness thing versus, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, this person clearly was was doing something, but being like, oh, there were two men here fixing my TV, and they told me that they were here because the, na- the alien sent them. Like, it's a yeah. little, you know. Sure. I, I'm, sure. I'm prone or sure. not to, whatever. Sure, that one sounds tough. Tough. Uh, on another occasion, she asked, <laughs> once again, the ETs, what color their world was? The answer was, we look like yellow. Cute. Wow. Two nights later, she was visited by a bright yellow light the size of a basketball that came wow. down from the sky and was visible through her home window. The next day, she received the message, we came down to see you. That's crazy. That's fun. It's- I just, like, part of it's, like, fine. If they were just messages she was claiming to get. Yes. But they're recorded. Yeah, that's true. And, like... A lot of the recordings are online. Like, how do people explain it? Are there naysayers? I'm sure that there are. Um, Like, you definitely could fake a recording. Well, yeah. I was going to say, like, it's probably not the hardest thing in the world to fake just a voice recording. Yeah. Um, But who fucking knows? Uh, In addition to Venus, ET messages have come from Mars and Alpha Centauri. What? Estep has received the most from Venus and has been told that Venus most closely approximates Earth in terms of life there. I would just like to say, for the record, that's not true. That can't be true. It simply is not. No. I'm pretty sure Venus is, like, made out of poisonous... The atmosphere is poison gas, right? I guess I could be wrong. I mean, What's look. The gas planet. I feel like it's. Oh, I think Jupiter. Might be. <sighs> Saturn is a bunch of rings. I mean, if one of them is closest, I would guess Mars because we've like put a bunch of shit out there. Whatever. Also, like, there are plenty of planets Kay. that we don't even know about that are way. Right closer. away, yeah. gas giants come out. Okay. Jupiter. Yep. And Saturn, I think. Yeah, they're the gas jobs of our solar system. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Venus is is solid, I guess. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure the atmosphere there. Can you can you look up the atmosphere? I think sure. it's just made of poison gas. I don't know. Mars just looks like it's got a poison to us soothing look to it. Um, yeah, it's carbon dioxide. All right. Well, much denser, much hotter than Earth. It looks like the inside of a volcano all over it. That does seem kind of cool. Yeah, clouds of. Opaque clouds of sulfuric acid. Yeah. 
That's what I was thinking of. Anyway, Sarah... Yeah, we, you can't even see the surface of it because of how much... Yeah. Sarah was like... Fart gas is all over super it. Super fucking into Venus. Really feeling it. I don't know. Maybe she's got a point. If we can't really see the surface of it because it's covered in fart gas, who's yeah. to say? Well, I guess who is to say? Yeah. And who's to say also that that's not just like the candy coating and the inside is is mm, different? Don't you start on candy, dude. <laughs> don't Candy start. planet. Candy planet. That's the candy giant. Wow. That's a <laughs> podcast. Candy yeah. planet. Um, some of her messages have been corroborated by messages received independently by other EVP researchers, which is interesting. Okay, cool. Um, she's written two books, Voices of Eternity Great. and Roads to Eternity. Mm-hmm. Roads to Eternity is accompanied by a CD featuring spirit and ET voices from wow. her collection. And dude, we're getting uh, the voices speak on either the forward or reverse sides of the tapes. Okay, this, I don't okay. know why it went from CD to Fine. tapes. Uh, some of the reverse voices are from scientists such as Charles Darwin and Arthur Stanley Eddington. What? Don't really, whatever. The CD includes some of Estep's many contacts with Beethoven and features a musical chord and a minute of music from one of Beethoven's compositions, which is slightly changed from the original. This, okay. I'm not really following exactly what the format of this audio journey is, but I can't really... It's can't tell if the music is from a ghost or what. I don't know. We'll yeah, buy it. We'll or just it some, a ghost is being like, is this it? And it's like, almost. Yeah, I'm playing it, but I forget how this one part goes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Sarah passed away in 2008, but don't worry, Stephanie. Okay. One of her close friends and colleagues made contact with her spirit. Wow. recordings of Sarah's ghost that you can actually go and listen to, which I did, where she, her friend asked her, like, to say something, and she says, I'm here. Oh, yeah. that's nice. It's nice. That's, you, you know, that's nice. It's nice. I'm here. It's nice. If you, okay, if I die. Yep. Dipsy doodle my madame. That's, that's going to be it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's how you'll know it's me. Just go fa la la and then wait. Imagine like a child singing that in a scary voice, like in a horror movie trailer. Like, dipsy doodle. No, it's still funny. It's still funny. (laughs) Mine will either be that or T for Two from Craig Arnold. Yeah. (laughs) Also. If you say, follow me. Am I here? I'll just spell the word staunch. (laughs) And that'll be it. T A U N C H. Staunch. That'll be what I do. And then I'll say, does we do it on my now? Obviously. And then we'll sing Clit to Clown Oh together. my god, imagine how fun it would be to be a ghost spelling out Dipsy Doodle My Madame on a Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> Forcing some dipshits to write it down. <laughs> be like, what does it mean? Or even Clit to Clam. Clit to Clam. Yeah, but the number two. <laughs> oh my god, it's good. I love it. Oh man. Ooh, Bridget, oh, you really man. gave us a Bridget. gift. Oh, you're a genius. You made this week tolerable. Oh, she really did. She oh, really did. Boy. Um, do you have a giggle for you me? You know, you know, you know I don't. Okay. But I got something else. All right. So in uh in celebration mm-hmm. of the vernal equinox, <gasps> the full warm moon mm-hmm. and spring. And also because I felt like I was dying this week. Yep. Sure. I'm covering 
meows. <laughs> Covering single meows. I love you, but you're wow. She's being so cute. <laughs> I'm covering. Baby. Look at her. Oh. Do you want me to hold Look you? at her. She does. Come here, honey. It's all she wants. Look at her. Look at her. All right. What are you going to be covering? Poisons. What? Poisons. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. All right. Yes. Here we go. Because I was thinking of how I felt like, you know, who you, did this to me. You've been poisoned. And yeah. I know that I told you before the podcast started, in my delirium, I was saying that somebody did it to me. Yes. Like a person. Yeah. But that wasn't so far-fetched in the old past. Ooh. So I'm going to just go over some poisons right up front. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. And then we're going we're gonna to talk a little more. Great. Can you can you buy and grow them? I know that there's yes. a section of the Brooklyn Botanical Garden that's poisons. You like can poisonous you plants. can easily find them. Okay. One water hemlock. Ooh. Closely related to poison hemlock, the plant that famously killed Socrates. Yes. 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 Water hemlock has been deemed the most violently toxic plant in North America. Oh shit! It's a large wildflower in the carrot family. <gasps> Interesting. Yes. Water hemlock resembles Queen Anne's lace. Do you know what that looks like? Yes. Yes, it resembles that. It is sometimes confused with edible parsnip. Oh no! Let you me find can't a, confuse your a picture. Your hemlocks for you. I mean, it just looks exactly what what you think it would. I'll show you later. Okay. Uh, or celery. Oh. Interesting. However, water hemlock is infused with deadly ooh, cicutoxin probably. Especially in its roots, and will rapidly generate potentially fatal symptoms in anyone Whoa. unlucky enough to eat it. Shit. Painful convulsions, abdominal cramps, nausea. This sounds like what you had. I had this. You had uh, death. This those week. who survive are often afflicted with amnesia or lasting tremors. Oh no! I know. Terrible. Deadly nightshade. Yes, here we go. According to legend, Macbeth's soldiers poisoned the invading Danes with wine made from the sweet fruit of deadly nightshade. Indeed, it is the sweetness of the berries that often lures children and unwi- Ooh, unwitting adults to consume this lethal plant. Sweet. Check it out. It also looks delicious. Fuck. A native of wooded or waste areas I in central and southern Eurasia. Deadly nightshade has dull green leaves and shiny, succulent black berries the size of oh, cherries. I want to eat that. Wait, where, did it, where does it grow? Eurasia. Mm, okay. So, like, everywhere. Except for here. Um, just like a dark cherry. Ugh, I mm. would love to gobble that up. It contains um, atropine and scopolamine in its stems, leaves, berries, and roots. So all of it. Fuck. And causes paralysis in the involuntary muscles. Ooh. So guess what is one? Your heart is an un- involuntary muscle. God. Yeah. Every physical, even physical contact with the leaves may at least cause a skin wow, irritation. fuck. Yes. So just like like uh, poison ivy, just yeah. brushing up against it. White snake root. Ooh, love that. Love this it. one's kind of sad. An innocuous plant, white snake root, was responsible for the death of Abe Lincoln's mom, no. Nancy Hanks. Honestly, this is going to be your favorite one. Okay. White snake root is a North American herb with flat-topped clusters of small white flowers and contains a toxic alcohol known as tremetol. Ooh. Unlike those who have died from directly ingesting this plant, mm-hmm. Nancy was poisoned by simply drinking the milk of a cow who had grazed <gasps> on the plant. Up. 
Indeed, both milk and what meat from fuck? poison livestock can pass the toxin to human consumers. Oh my god, this, I had no idea. This is called milk poisoning. <gasps> it includes loss of appetite, nausea, weakness, abdominal discomfort, reddened tongue, oh. abnormal acidity in the blood, and death. That's why you don't drink milk, you guys. Milk poisoning. Luckily, farmers are now aware of this life-threatening Great. hazard. And they just remove the plants from the pastures. Well, which, okay, that makes thank sense. you. Castor bean. <gasps> Wildly oh. grown as an ornamental, the castor bean is an attractive plant native to Africa. While the processed seeds are the source of castor oil. Yeah, shout out. Shout out. They contain ricin. Ooh, Breaking Bad shout yeah, out. And are deadly in small amounts. It only takes one or two seeds to kill a child. Well. And up to eight to kill an adult. Ricin works by inhibiting the synthesis of proteins within cells and can cause severe vomiting, diarrhea, seizures, and death. The poison was used in 1978 to assassinate Georgi Markov. Oh, yeah. Ricin poisoning is like... Yeah. There's a lot of uh, poisoning in the history of Russia. Oh, yeah. Yes, he was um, a journalist who spoke out against the Bulgarian government. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also been mailed to so many politicians. Yeah. Um... Most fatalities, though, are just accidentally ingesting it by, like, child and pets. Mm-hmm. Sad. Just like... Rosary pee. What? Rosary pee. Also called something else I can't pronounce. Jiquiriti pee? It doesn't matter. Okay. These piously named seeds contain abrin, an extremely deadly ribosome-inhibiting protein. Ooh. Rosary peas are native to tropical areas. Fun. And are often used somehow... Fucking used in jewelry and prayer rosaries, even though this is true about them. The seeds are not poisonous if intact, but even if they're scratched what? or broken or chewed, they can be lethal. Like, that's all it takes. It only takes three micrograms <gasps> of abrin, which is the poison in this, to kill an adult. Why would you make a jewel? That is, this? yes, that is less than the amount in that's one psychotic. single seed. Yes, and it's said that numerous jewelry makers have been made ill or died after what? accidentally pricking their fingers with it. You just can use use anything. a different fucking seed or like ricin. It doesn't have to be a seed. Or yeah, it doesn't. Paint something red. Anything. A Make rock. A bead. It's crazy. Um, basically, yeah, just like ricin, it causes organ failure in four days. Oleander. Ooh, sexy. Described by Pliny the Elder in ancient Rome, oleander is a beautiful plant known for its striking flowers. Mm. Though commonly grown as a hedge and ornamental, all parts of the oleander plant are deadly and contain lethal cardiac glycosides known as oleandrin and nirin. If eaten, oleander can cause vomiting, diarrhea, erratic pulse, seizures, coma, and death. Whoa. Contact with the leaves and sap is known to be a skin irritant. And the toxins in oleander are so strong that people have become ill after eating honey made by <gasps> bees that visited the flowers. Oh my god, the coast is never clear. Honey poisoning, milk poisoning. You can't do these things. Unfortunately, fatalities are rare because it's very bitter. Oh, okay. And it deters anyone from eating it. Usually, it's what like about, bleh, bleh. what about a bee? I think probably it tastes the honey tastes a little bit different. Interesting. Here's my here's my last one on this list. Okay. I have another one. Tobacco. Oh 
Wow. Think about you it. You went there. Think about it. You did go there. Most widely grown commercial non-food plant in the world. Yep. 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 So one thing I didn't know is that all parts of it, especially the leaves, contain the toxic uh, alkaloids, nicotine, and anabasin. I don't know how to pronounce that. Okay. They can be fatal if eaten. So if you just eat oh. tobacco, that's fatal. But you can chew it? Interesting. Despite its designated... Well, it's processed. Oh, Before yeah, you, like, chew it. Despite its designation as a cardiac poison, uh-huh. nicotine from tobacco is widely consumed around the world and is both psychoactive and addictive. Mm-hmm. Tobacco use causes more than 5 million deaths per year, making it perhaps the most deadly plant in the world, and I'm going to say the most deadly poison in the world. What about alcohol? Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> but I don't know if we can say wheat is the most deadly plant in the yeah, world. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you are right. You're you know right. what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? What about, also, what about, I, uh, I don't know. Tobacco might win now. Yeah. That's true. Although, not over opium. time, but, um, in the, like, currently. Yeah. It's true. Also, smokers have, like, uh, like some of the highest radiation levels of like any yes. study in the world. True. Truth be told. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go over a couple more. Yes, please. So we all know hemlock yes. is used to kill Socrates. Sure. It's a paralytic ke- that keeps the mind awake and it takes out the muscles and then shuts Ooh, down the respiratory so scary. system. So death comes from waking asphyxiation. Oh. There's another one, aconite, comes from the plant monkshod, or monkshod. It reportedly also has a famous casualty. The emperor Claudius was said to have been poisoned by his wife by aconite in a plate of mushrooms. (gasps) Remember? Would you collect the mushrooms? What? From the beguiled. Oh, yes. I thought you were referencing, what's the movie that came out this past, like, last year with Daniel Day-Lewis where he... Eats, uh, sorry everyone, poison mushroom, sorry. I have no idea what you're talking about. The Daniel Day-Lewis movie that, like, Oh, 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 year. um, Phantom Thread? Yes. I was gonna say Ghost Dress, but... <laughs> Same thing. Um, I didn't know that happened. Now um, I do. Yes, sorry, sorry. It's okay, no, it's fine. Uh, the wife part of that scenario seems to be an anomaly since Aconite was known as the mother-in-law of poisons. Oh. It first causes vomiting and diarrhea. Then, arrhythmic heart function until the person just dies. Oh, God, that sounds agonizing. Yeah, so it's like you, the inside train inside your chest just goes haywire until oh, you're just dead. Oh, I hate that. They were both, Hemlock and Aconite were both fa- great favorites of the Greeks and Romans. Mm-hmm. They didn't just poison each other with the direct versions of Hemlock, but they tried it um, each other with the meat of larks which was said to eat so much hemlock that their flesh was poisonous. <gasps> Whoa. So lark poisoning oh as well as honey God. and milk. Why did they like these plants so much? Well, it was also given by doctors to ease swelling and calm seizures or muscle spasms. Okay. So just like anything, what? we prescribe yes. fatal doses of things all the time. Sure. could take a handful of opiates. And Aconites was yeah. given for head colds. That's fucked up. Yeah, right up till the 20th century. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's the one that gives you the choo-choo train inside the heart oh that goes haywire until you die. Choo-choo train. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. I mean, it, it does make sense that it's just whatever comes to hand to kill someone when you need it. Mm, like, yeah. I've got a couple spare of these. Yeah, I'm just going to... I mean, if you take enough Advil, 
you'll die. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's those are those are just two throwback poisons. Sure. No one really does it anymore. Great. Um, I also want to talk about the medieval ones. Belladonna and Ooh. Mandrake. Yes. Belladonna Here gets its go. name because it said that peasant women used to rub it in their eyes. You fucking dumb <laughs> shit. Yeah, I don't know what? why. Why? I don't know. Get just fucking rub it in their eyes. Like, weeping wounds That's just look. like, to me, that's the same as like, if you and I gave ourselves like, eye drops of like, a fireball whiskey. Like, yeah, hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, no, trust me. It looks Obviously, good. it's a paralytic and would take out the muscles used to constrict their pupils. What? Yeah. When they put it on their cheeks. Wait, so did they want, oh, so they wanted like big, watery, dark yes. eyes. Okay, yes. I see. Yes, so they did it for they wanted sex to look appeal. doe-eyed. When they put it on their cheeks, it would cause their faces to flush. Looking There's like so blush. many easier ways. Just wear blush. Just pinch your fucking cheek. They believed that this gave them a dreamy look that was sexy to men. How could probably, they fucking... They were probably blind if their pupils were fully dilated. I mean, if anything, it just probably said to men, like, these women know like, how to get their hands on some belladonna. Yeah, these women like to fucking party. Yeah, like, they know how to get some belladonna. Jeez. Some say that this was the actual poison used by Claudius' wife instead of Acme. <laughs> wow. But they just, I think, are obsessed with Claudius' wife. Others say that Macbeth poisoned the entire army with it that we said, but yeah. we also went over the other one that maybe it was that instead. Mm-hmm. People don't know. One of its most famous uses was of a hallucinogenic that witches used on <gasps> themselves to give them the feeling of flying. Flying. Put it on that broom. Put Hell that broom yeah. in your puss. When too much was you in the puss. <laughs> Put that broom. <laughs> when too much was used. And too much can mean a, a single leaf. Oof. People get nauseous, hallucinate, develop a rapid pulse that trickles down to nothing. Oh! So like... That is terrifying. Yeah. It's scary. Wow. Mandrake. Poisoning Love this. occurs everywhere, but were most commonly where the European mandrake grew in Spain and Portugal. Mm-hmm. This type of mandrake flowers and bears edible fruit. It looks like this. Can I eat it? No, you can't. Okay. No. Well, the the fruit, yeah. Oh, great. But not the flower. I'm the roots. To. I I mean, the roots are the poisonous part. I wouldn't mm-hmm. just like test it out with the flower. I don't know. Yeah, but the roots definitely don't eat them. All right. Um. Nor do they need to be... Oh, so you don't even need to eat it to be poisoned. Today, extracts from the root are used to take off warts. Ooh. With the warning not to expose healthy skin to the compound. We've probably all used this if you need to take off anything, any kind of, like, wart or, like, uh, skin, like, disease or parasitic, like, growth. A wart is basically a parasite. Okay. So, like, any time that you use, like, a corn remover or uh-huh. like a wart remover. Okay. It has something like this in it, maybe, or did, used Whoa. to. Early poisoners didn't issue that warning at all, so don't put it on healthy skin. Mandrake um, will take out the liver and kidneys. Oh, no. So it wasn't necessarily as fast working as others. Ugh. But it was a great way to dispose of someone without needing to cook for them. Shit. Mandrake and belladonna were, again, commonly used by certain people during a certain time period. So this is mainly... I, this was mainly in, like, medieval times, medieval peasants. Okay. Because they had them close by, and no one would blame them for being in possession of them. Yeah. They were common. 
Um, as populations moved to the cities, it became less common to just harvest mandrakes. Well, yeah. Inconspicuously sure. maintain like a 10-foot-high belladonna bush. Besides, industrialization came and then there are new opportunities for killing people. Well, yeah. Um, so, quick side note, foxglove. Yes. Surprisingly hard to give someone a lethal dose of. Okay. Not as, not as cool as mandrake or belladonna. Do you have to feed it to them? Yeah. Okay. You have to. And, I mean, you'd have to, like, really fucking eat it, you know? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. In, uh, one of my favorite books, We've Always Lived in the Castle, it's by T. Oh. I think it, I think it's Foxglove, but it's T. I think you have to drink a lot of it. Yeah. Here we go. Tell me. Ladies and gentlemen of industry, (gasps) strychnine. Ooh. Cyanide. And arsenic. Yes. Cyanide is everywhere. Put it on the tombstone. (laughs) It's in the foods we eat. Oh, no. It's in the chemicals around us. I mean, arsenic is in, like, apple seeds, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Although substances that contain cyanide were used way back when, it wasn't until 1782 Mm -hmm. when a Swedish chemist named Schiel distilled hydrogen cyanide. That thing's really got swinging. Oh, it first used it, it was first used in distinctive blue paints. Uh-huh. Okay. So just like how lead poisoning is a thing, cyanide poisoning from paint. Is that paint, why it's called cyan? It might be. I actually don't know. Probably, yeah. Weird. But once it was discovered that cyanide killed people quickly and generally painlessly. Yeah, it was like away we go. Yeah, it was used by the military to poison people on both sides. Oof. So it's like cut, take it off the market. Yep. But put it on the airplane. Yeah. To sew in one. Never know. And you 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 hide a capsule in your tooth, you gotta yes. chomp down on it. Truly. So spies famously use cyanide capsule capsules to kill themselves quickly mm-hmm. if caught. Uh, it brings on uh, I have like a little pig locket that I joke about. It like opens up and <laughs> it's just like a perfect size for a pill. And I'm like, sure. it's my cyanide locket. If <laughs> it brings an on unconsciousness at first. Great. Followed by convulsions, mm. the inability to absorb oxygen, oh no, and death. Oh, this was a poison that killed, or didn't kill, Rasputin. It <gasps> didn't kill him. Oh, that's right. It yeah. did not kill him. I mean, he was. He ate so many fucking cakes filled with it, and he just didn't die. Mm-mm. Its quickness and effectiveness at first worked in its favor, but soon people caught on pretty quickly. Uh-oh. Like, what's going? Oh, it's sci- like, it's oh, cyanide. Lizzie Borden might also um, have been convicted if it had been widely known that she had been asking a chemist, like chemist after chemist, for yeah. Prusik acid, another name for hydrogen cyanide. Whoa. Yes. Interesting. Days, I didn't know that. Just days before her parents were asked, asked to death. Just going around like, oh, do you have Anyway, um, it's I'm fine. Sorry, do you have any, like, poison for, for like, a human, like, no? a, a human, like, adult human? Okay, I guess I'll go to Walgreens. Bye! Okay, bye. Thank you. The testimony of the chemist was thrown out in court on a technicality, and she was found not guilty. That's my girl. The I reason mean, she no, couldn't I get it was, even in any not. era in which people could buy heroin over, over, over the counter, it had been involved in too many poisonings. Yeah, I mean... Y- I would say, like, go for something less auspicious. Yeah, but, like, also, it's really insane that it's like, ah, sorry, it's just too many poisonings, but here's, like, a bunch of fentanyl. Well, yeah, but also, if you're, uh, she clearly wasn't trying to be too discreet about it. No. Because she would have, whatever. Well, the chemists weren't like, 
Ding, ding. Ring, ring, ring. Hiya. There's a woman named Lizzie coming over, and she wants cyanide. They couldn't... They only after the fact knew. Well, but if, like, if her parents died from cyanide poisoning, wouldn't a coroner immediately be like, yeah, they were poisoned, probably by you? Maybe, yeah. Could have been. I mean, she didn't... The way she ended up going with it. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, the axe thing was way more obvious. It was way more obvious. And yet... And yet... And yet she is still alive, a free woman to this day. I should also point out that people who use cyanide usually don't care if they're, if they're, if like, it's like they were cyanide poisoned. Yeah. Because still, it's less about like the mystique of like, how, oh, and more just like, I want to get away with it and I want them dead. Yeah. So if you can pull it off, sure. it's a sure thing. Damn. Unless you're Rasputin. Strychnine. Took some time to catch on in the West. It was known as a poison and possible medicine in China and India for centuries, but only made its way in Euro- to Europe in the late 1700s when people brought over the Strychnus nux vomica tree. Yes. That sounds pleasant. Oh, yeah. It's got, like, the word vom yeah. in it vomica. almost. <laughs> yeah. It took even longer for the toxic compound and the seeds to be isolated and distilled. So it took, like, they were like, this tree... Is poison. I believe it is. figure out how to make it into poison. Anything is poison if you try hard enough. (laughs) Once it did, once it was isolated and distilled, it became a poison for birds in the country and rats in the city. Mm. So, Garrett Hill's pets, which is You got to. That meant, uh, that meant, what? Uh, Well, I guess that's what every poisoner looks for. It was within reach, so it was in the sky and it was in the fucking ground. So mm. every bird and rat had strychnine poisoning. Damn. This was not a way to poison someone you like. Okay. Not that you would want you to poison anyway. someone you'd like. Yeah. But it's especially horrible. Oof. It causes uncontrollable muscle, muscle spasms, frothing at the mouth, Ugh. reflexes that are dramatically greater than the stimuli that, that produces them. Ooh, that's a weird one. And eventual death from asphyxiation when the muscles are too tensed and erratic to allow for breathing. So tense that you die. Yeah. The first case in England was Dr. William Palmer, who was killed, uh, who, ki- who killed his gambling associate with strychnine. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Even you though could he, say that he was honestly, gambling he, he was with the outcome. Gambling with the outcome. Because he was the first. True. And he could have gotten his hands on way better poison. Yeah. He's a doctor. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> he just really wanted to see. He's like, I'm bored. I'm going to try something new. Lastly... Arsenic. Yes. In the end, it is the be all and all of historic poisons. The Rolls Royce. Oh, yes. Without a doubt, it had the longest run. Mm. For sure. Technically, it should be back there among the Romans. Okay. Because it was used um, even in antiquity. It was called the King of Poisons, which Mm -hmm. is, please start calling me that. Mm -hmm. And was the favorite of the um, Borgias. Is that how you say it? Borgias? I don't know. Yeah. But it wasn't until the Victorian era when it was when um, it got its queen, or rather, queens. Though it was said to have Napoleon and a good chunk of the Italian clergy, was Napoleon arsenic poisoned? I have no idea. I don't know either. Well, huh? I guess maybe they liked using it okay. in battle. Perhaps yeah. I really don't know. It eventually became the ladies' poison. <laughs> Women used arsenic, which constricts the poison veins. For girls? I don't know. Maybe they're just like, we like it. It's the sexy poison. Yeah. 
Uh, it it constricts the veins to do the opposite of what medieval women did with belladonna, which is to open everything up. Oh, so they would use it to uh, make themselves look more pale, right? White as snow. Yeah. Composed faced, white as snow. Girls learned about the properties and dangers of arsenic in school from their friends, and they were very careful in sure. using it. Great. They were carrying around and dissolving it in liquids to bathe their oh faces in. Oh my fucking God. Tasteless, colorless, odorless. A few grains Ladies. of the stuff could kill a man. No. And a few grains did kill many, many men. Women, to be fair, weren't the only ones to do this. It's been said that overly um, harsh Arctic exploration leader Charles Francis Hall was poisoned by his own men. Oh, whoa. You hate to hear that. Wow. The most infamous case of arsenic poisoning came in 1857 involving one Madeline Smith. She'd taken a lover who had turned out to be a blackmailing fortune hunter. Oh, no. He hated when that happened. When he threatened to go to her father and show him the explicit love letters. Well, she gave him hot cocoa. Girl, get yours. With arsenic in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They found over seven grains of arsenic in his stomach, which is way too many. It does feel, I don't know too much about, like, what a grain really means in this sense, but it does seem like a lot. A lot. A whole lot. Seven is a lot of anything, you can a say. A lot, a lot, a lot. So, yeah, that's basically, look at these really pretty old arsenic jars. Ooh, they are really pretty. I want to find one. I really would, like, oh. love to find an old arsenic jar. We should... I collect glass jars. I yeah. have like that old uh, jaundice bitters jar. Right, in my that's house. right. I and would um, old holy love water jars. To hear, like, I could listen to these for hours. I'd love just to hear a more about like snippet um, about poisons. Yeah, and I didn't I even hear get more into about, some like, of the most some famous poisons. Some of the mushrooms. Oh, I would yeah. love to hear more about like. I know it's not technically a poison, but like any sort of like radium, radioactive stuff. Super interesting to me. It is technically kind of a poison. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Madame I Curie. Love it. Could yes. go into that. Ooh, her uh, her doorknob. I think is like the most radioactive part of her whole laboratory because she would like drill. She would like touch, touch it, it every day. Every day, like wearing her gloves before she took them off. Yeah. Sad. Ooh. Wow. I. Love it! Yeah, and there's so many more, and I'll probably talk about more stories about poison. Yeah. We but should go to the botanical It's springtime in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. The poisons are growing. The poisons are just beginning to Dipsy blossom. doodle. We should make Dipsy a poison doodle called Dipsy doodle. Oh my god. Okay, we're going. We're and going to the to botanical garden. We're going to pick. Put it in a clam little, and then put it inside little of poison. it. poison. <laughs> inside of it? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh my god, I would love to Not carry around poison do. in a little clamshell and just be like, bleep, 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 dipsy Here doodle. Here it is, dipsy doodle. Do you want a pinch of dipsy doodle? Guess what? That's every poison. Come by. Guess what? Oh yeah, it's like a strychnine arsenic. Yeah, it's like a cocktail. Cyanide poison. Like, whoops. Eat it. Love it. Um, wow. Wow, wow, wow. It's like a gobstopper size. If you had to choose size. one of them to kill you, which one would it Cyanide. Okay. Yeah, you get you unconscious right away. Yeah, I guess that probably is the best one. I guess. I mean, I feel like one where you like wildly hallucinate might be fun, but yeah, mandrake I guess maybe kind of fun. Maybe mm-hmm. belladonna. I might don't be like fun. the idea of like f- 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 
fully experiencing the shutdown of your organs. No, I, you know what? Yeah, Belladonna might be fun, but the thing is, I would do that for fun and not to die. Yeah, just take. A I would do it bit. like the witches. Just promise. microdose. You fly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would microdose on Belladonna. <laughs> That's what I would do. Uh, That's my luxury. <laughs> That's drug. my girls' night in. Yeah. Mm. Wow! Can you imagine just like showing up to a party, just like when someone's like, "Oh my god, they my babe," but it's like I brought Belladonna. I brought fucking Belladonna, <laughs> and everyone's just really confused. We're each going to just waft it towards us, and yeah. then we're going to hallucinate for nineteen. All right, hours. I brought eye drops. I brought blush. Mm-hmm. I brought brooms. Yep. I brought a mortar and pestle to put a baby in. <laughs> We're going to grind that oh, baby yeah. up. We're going to mm-hmm. rub it on our bodies. We're also, going to be young Don't forget again. that wonderful Stevie Nicks album, Belladonna. Oh, yeah. It's a real delight. Oh, the witch's promise. Yeah, that is the witch's promise. Yeah. Is that she'll come back and get you with Belladonna. Stevie? <laughs> I would Stevie lo- will. I would do anything if to you die by it, being murdered yeah, by one Stevie person Nicks to poison you. Belladonna. Like, you look at them and they're like... Yeah, I just poisoned you. Maybe Oprah. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. I would be like, she knows what she's doing. That's a really good one. Thank you. Yeah. Stevie would be up there. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, of like, the most comforting, like... Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Mm, 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 mm. We'll think on it. What's your tip? We'll have a think on it. Ooh, what is my tip? I guess it would be, like, if you have a friend or family member or loved one or just anybody who starts telling you a lot of kind of troubling stuff about aliens communicating with them, maybe pull in a, a, a different separate friend or family member to help you kind of assess the situation to make sure that they're not a danger to themselves or others. Yeah. And if they're not... Let them let them work. Let them live. Let them live. Let them live. Um, it's live always good live. to just make sure that things are okay. That being said, I will say, mm-hmm. around one thirty in the morning when we were driving back from Vermont, uh oh, my mom and I might have seen you. Stephanie, I can't believe you're telling me this now. Well, I only just remembered it when we were talking about the ETs. So that was we were like driving. Minutes ago. I was. This is like the height of my illness. But, okay, all but right. my mom also saw it. What happened? Tell me. We were on the highway, and all of the, it was like the lights that look like an IUD. They go like this mm-hmm. and out like this. Yeah, yeah, And I don't know why I described them that way, but that's no, they exactly, do exactly, what exactly what they fucking like look like. <laughs> and, uh, I've got my, my headlamps were, in there right yeah, now. Yeah, that's what they are. Uh, they were on, and then whenever we went under them for some reason, and there were other cars on the highway, Yeah, they would flicker just when we went under them and then it started happening a lot and I was like very loudly like what is happening and then out of like in the blackest darkness because they were all flickering and then we got to like a stretch of road you know like in Connecticut there's just roads where there's just no fucking lights yeah we saw what looked like flashes of okay I'm gonna say this Say it, dude. Rhombus lightning. <laughs> now listen. <laughs> listen to me. What does it, mean? it was like a rhombus. Remind me what the fuck shape a rhombus is. We dude. went over this in depth one episode. 
It's a rectangle and the slides were like this. Yeah, okay. It's a fucking diamond. No, but the tops are longer. The top is longer and the sides are like this. Okay. In this rhombus. But yeah, diamond outside, that is a rhombus as well. Listen to this though. Okay. Longy, slanty rhombus. One like this, one right here, one right here, and one right here. Just like flashed. Okay. In the, in the shape of rhombuses. Rhombi. <laughs> And I said, what is that? And my mom said, I was hoping that you would just not have seen that. Because she was like, I don't know what that was. And it was right above us. Also, that same night, and I can't believe I didn't tell you this. Dude. That same night, we shall, we shall. <laughs> <laughs> that same night, we saw a shooting star. <laughs> and the shooting star, guess was what? Was it a trapezoid? No. It was, a, it was round. But... <laughs> It was like, you always picture a shooting star way up in the sky. No, sometimes they do look like they're very close. It was so it's near. Like, I saw one once that was green, and it scared the shit out of me. The one I saw was green. Yeah. It, it had a green tail. Very scary. And it looked like it was right, like I could yeah. touch it. No, I, I like had like a almost a panic attack once watching a meteor shower, because I was like, it's too close, it's too close. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was a shooting star. I feel like I... Anyway, I, yeah, that was a UFO. I know that you were like... Tripping on that saw fever, it. My mom saw it. I know what I saw. I will say this again to you. I think that you're allergic to ley lines, and you were yeah. crossing over one, and that's oh, why yeah. you're not allowed to enter the state of Vermont. I actually did tell my mom. I was like, Mom, what do you think about, like, directional stuff and, like, portals? And she didn't, without even skipping a fucking beat, she goes, eh, I don't know. I don't have good magnets. Well, Yeah. That's what ley lines are all about. And yeah. birds, birds have a good internal magnet yeah. that guides them. And, and I feel like you might have a bird-style magnet. I think I've got just one gigantic you've fucking got a, magnet. You've got a big old bird magnet. you got a honking goose magnet. Right in my beak. It's just a, a single magnet. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go. It's a huge magnet. Okay, my so tip my is tip. don't take uh, cocoa from anyone. Make it yourself. Oh. I don't know. Maybe a restaurant you can trust. But if someone's like, hey, I made you this unsolicited If somebody who maybe you got in a fight with or something, I don't like taking food from almost anyone. Mm. Like, But me, though. No, you, obviously. But, like, when, like, somebody who doesn't normally offer you, like, a hot beverage is, is like, hi, I made you this thing. Yeah. Drink it. I'm going to watch you drink and it. And you're like, what you're is like, it? And they're like, what? I'm just going to see if you like it. Yeah. Don't. And then you're like. Okay. Don't. Or if somebody, like, sends an unsolicited food to your house, don't yeah. eat it. We learned that as well. We learned Do that as well. eat it. Don't, um, if, you, if you're going to, like, send a surprise meal to somebody, you got to tell them. It can't be a it surprise. It cannot be a surprise. Just it don't can't. send a surprise meal to somebody. Even um, at the very least, just be like, hey, I sent something to your yeah, house. Yeah, be like, like don't uh, eat dinner. Hope uh, you're hungry. Yeah, Smiley yeah. face. Love you. Exactly. Don't just fucking don't send like, something. I'm just going to let it show up. No, that's psychotic. That being said, I love surprises, so yeah. surprise me anytime. But no, no. not with food. Not with not food. food. Not, not with, food. Uh, not with like a, a knock on my door. Yeah, know? that's maybe, a different Maybe kind. with like a text or like a, a surprise party. You yeah. Know, you get it, you know. Yeah. Um, Send me a book I like in the Amazon. Yeah. Or like, I have, got I you a flower. A nice store and then send it to me. Got you a flower. Got you a flower. Yep. Send that's me a, a thing one. and say, hey, this song made me think of you. Yeah. Uh, Any old thing. So, Anybody see a a rhombus UFO? Email us. I need to know. Email us at rhombusufo 
at the truth is out there. The yeah, is out there. Info at the truth dot com. Yeah, and I definitely need to know. Do email the, us though at that's the spirit podcast, podcast at gmail dot com. Yep, spirit pod on Twitters. That spirit podcast on Instagrams. Yep. Um, we missed you a lot. Sorry for the little I know, hiatus. We're sorry, but, but wasn't I, it worth it, listener? Now you know it. how to talk to aliens and poison your closest loved ones. Mm-hmm. 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 We love you. We love you. And guess what? We will see you in hell. We'll see you in hell. Goodbye. Steph, what's that? No! Arambus. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>